go. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a jazz song I call the uh, the Glory Hole Boogie. Glory Hole Boogie? Yeah, the Glory Hole Boogie. All right. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. It's Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe. I'm Chris Evans. That's Trevor Alstrom. We're we both, welcome you back. We're both troglodytes. Yeah, you know us troglodyting around this fucking neighborhood. <laughs> the gorgeous of Georges. Yeah. grab with some shits. I played the role of Gorgeous George in this, uh, uh, what is it, symphony? Not symphony. This uh, play. A symphony of Destruction? Yeah, exactly. Fucking Megadeth. Rampage. Bum-bum-bum. <laughs> Trevor's fucking gravel shits over here. I'm making islands, folks, for all these extra people coming up. I'm making islands so that people have places to stay. I'm doing hey, man, humanitarian if, things. If there isn't folks coming up, man, there wouldn't be racist dudes at IHOP. <laughs> yeah. Guys, That's what I think of now. Every time. missed it, man. Trevor almost fucking died. Oh no! <laughs> Trevor's got his crack pipe. It's y'all. a chillum, folks. Okay, it's he a has small this, single. He has this word he made thing. up. No, that, other people use yeah, it. You're just course. from the East Coast. No, it's a he West has Coast this word, word he made up. And, and it's basically, a West Coast folks, word. It's a one hitter, right? It's a one hitter glass that pipe. That's a real but word. This motherfucker has a crack pipe, and no, he it's swears. a chillum. It's a real word. It's a West Coast thing. This motherfucker swears that it's not a crack uh, pipe. I'm I've seen up enough right now. crack pipes in my life to know when it's a crack pipe. No, you're just uninformed, sir. That's all it is. No, it's just some West Coast bullshit. Trevor's lying. Chillums don't exist. He he invented that look, word. Look. Chillums and one hitters. Oh, and oh. one hitters. So it's a one hitter. You putting your crack rock in that one hitter? No, it's weed, yeah. sir. Okay. It's Capricorn. Try to explain, Capricorn. Try to explain that right. to the cops. The cops aren't here right now. Well, I'm just saying, if you get pulled over, I'll just show them that it says fucking Verde 420. You think they give a fuck? Maybe. Probably. Not at all. Well, Trevor sitting here smoking a one hitter like a crack fucking head. I don't know what to do with him, guys. I'm just smoking it, folks. It's weed, I promise. Trevor got I it for free. I don't smoke crack. And he is last he is night. so stubborn as a human being. What do you mean? That that he says, "Oh, I wouldn't rather spend fifteen dollars on a new piece, but I got this free Chris, pipe that's for crack, and I'll smoke weed out of that." Calling me stubborn? You could teach rocks patience, motherfucker. You too. Yeah, good. <laughs> or teach mules lessons in patience. That's, oh yeah, my, I would because my, my, my spirit animal. All the time. My spirit animal is the fucking mule. That was that was one of my mascots. My did trails was a mule. And if you can't fix it, you shoot it. <laughs> or you fix it till it's broke, and then you try to fix it. Then eventually you throw it away and light it on when fire. I was, when I was uh, growing up, my dad and my brother... Well, my, dad, my brother got it from my dad. They called the hammer a fix-all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when mm-hmm. you get frustrated enough, it'll fix all your problems. And it's so funny because... Dude, an old mechanic told me that. that, too. I've seen that look in somebody's face, and I've had it in mind before, where you're working on something... Something is not working. It's yep. beginning to frustrate the living shit out of you. As you work further into the problem, other problems get created. Yep. So so what ends up happening is you have this perfect storm of frustration, aggravation, uh, feelings of fucking doubt, uh, self-doubt, feelings sh- of incompetency. You have and, a shit and, storm, as Jim Leahy would yeah. say. Shit storm of brewing. When you have all those things going and you're working on something and you sit there and you have a hammer... <laughs> Just right by your grip. You can smash all those shit hawks. I can smash everything. I can smash it all. And the funniest part is, is I've watched it happen. You lose your temper. You break it even further. Yes. You walk away. Yes, I've You come back. And when you've come back, not only is the problem worse... But now you usually have to replace parts and, and other components. And so here's the story. Here's the the the, the story or the, what, what is it called? The, the lesson lessons? in the story. Yeah, I've done that with furniture. When that you're was... pissed off at something in life in general, most of the time, most of the time, walking away and doing some other activity yeah. for a short period of time. Uh, and I'm not talking, you know. Uh, five to seven hours. I'm talking maybe you know forty minutes go and play, maybe an hour. Go learn a song on the guitar. Well, you don't you have to go learn a song on the guitar, but you can go fucking watch TV, yeah, or you can go you know do something else. Go talk and to somebody. Sure, to something. Yeah. But if you step away and you come back, I guarantee that oh, it'll shit. be a lot better than you losing your shit and trying to fix it with a hammer. 
Because I've done it, man, I've and it doesn't it. work. <laughs> it doesn't work. There's an old mechanic that, that worked with seconds. Sue. He You're always like, took. Yeah, take yeah. that. <laughs> it's like an office space when they smashed the uh, the printer that mm-hmm. always had troubles. But they I guarantee the printer voice. that they got that replaced it was probably just as shitty. Probably. Yeah, they didn't get it. A, they didn't get that shitty company a brand new printer. No. So you know. Yeah, I sometimes know. you got shitty printers in life. Yeah, I have things at my job too I'd love to smash but I had a mechanic friend that told me too he's like Trevor the secret to life is he, he, he said uh, being able to let it go man. no well he also said a bigger fucking hammer he's like remember if you have issues of car or your woman or a, or a stranger's getting crazy just need a bigger fucking hammer it fixes all these things <laughs> and he's this old funny dude from like he's from like West World Virginia too. that was from like West Virginia he was funny Jesse why is dude? Oh, all right. Was that story going anywhere besides there? I mean, it I met could. this dude Jesse one time. He said so, some things. We worked at a metal <laughs> shop, and he was he was hilarious. Whenever I'd walk in, he's like, "Oh, tr- a tall heap of trouble just walked in." I'm like, "What you talking about, man?" It's what like, you talking about, Willis? I was like, "I'm an angel." Was like, "Not from what I hear," and I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Well, if it wasn't for those horns holding up that halo, I'd say, "Yeah, possibly." <laughs> I'm like, "Boy, I heard about you and the girl at the bar last week." I'm like, "What?" Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, since I quit drinking. It's funny because like I feel like a lot of the stories that I have from drinking come back to haunt me a little bit. These, me too. Well, too like, many. Too many. Like I have great times from when I was drinking, but I also have times that I'm just like, man, if I was sober then, a lot of shit wouldn't have went wrong. <laughs> I, I went out to this party one time. Here's a great story. Here we go. I went out to this party one time with a girl I was dating and screwing around with at the time. Krista, she was a friend of a friend, um, or she was a friend of my sister, but here's the funny part. So this girl, I had actually dated her cousin for a little while, and apparently her grandmother, Krista's grandma and the, the cousin's grandma, lived right beside my aunt in this retirement facility. So, like, my aunt would wash her plants and do stuff for her when she went out of town or whatever. So it was just so serendipitous that, like, we were all connected somehow. You know what Uh, I mean? We all knew each other through so-and-so. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, my aunt ended up knowing her and shit. So, um, yeah, she'd been over to my aunt's house, and I didn't even know. I was like, for real? (laughs) Um, So we were screwing around, and we went to this party. And the party was weird because it was meant to start at, like, 9 o'clock. But we got there at, like, 10.30-ish, and it still wasn't popping. I was like, what the fuck's happening here? Is this a party or what? So there was a beer pong table set up. There was a bunch of liquor in the kitchen and maybe seven or eight people, maybe 10, you know? And we were just like, man, if something doesn't happen here in the next hour, we're out of here. <laughs> so I guess 30 minutes go by and some people start showing up. And we're like, okay, you know, a couple more heads. And I start playing beer pong and chilling. And before I know it, man, like an hour's gone by and I am fucking wasted i'd been taking shots and drinking beers and all sorts of shit and the girl basically goes hey why don't you go to your truck and and relax for a little bit because i was getting sloppy and and i was like yeah that sounds like a good idea so i'm walking out this building that i've only been to once this is the first time and outside the building no railing there's five steps down Mm. and on both sides of the steps there's a giant fall off there's no rails so I stumble out there all drunk and one of my foot or one of my feet go off the left side and I just take a hard dive and I twist my ankle mm. like a motherfucker and just I'm down in the on the floor in dirt crying and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And, and nobody saw it except I guess some people over there and they laughed at me. I was like, fuck you. And uh, oh, so I, I found the strength to get up and drag my ass to my car, which was, you know, not too far. It was like, you know, 50 feet or something. <clears throat> and I sat in there and I was just fucking, I, my ankle was swelling up. I was crying. I was drunk. And I was trying to smoke weed to calm down. Uh. But it was pissing me off because I knew that uh, the girl was back at the party and she was talking to guys and, you know, doing her thing. Yeah. So when uh, her friend came out to come check on me, make sure I was okay, I told her what happened. 
And I was told her I was all pissed off because I knew uh, Krista was inside talking to guys and shit. And she's like, yeah, that is kind of fucked up. And I was like, you're her friend. Tell her to fucking stop being a whore, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it doesn't work like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but later on that night, we ended up going back to her drug dealer's house. And he there sold me a bunch of weed. And I was pissed off because she came back to uh, his house with uh, another dude. Yep. And she wouldn't talk to me. Like, she talked to me, but not talked to me. Um, so I rolled a bunch of blunts and smoked as much as I could. And the fucked up part was, before the party, the dude had brought out two bags of weed. He was like, this is my good shit, this is my dumb shit. You know, I sell this to the assholes. And when he when we came back to the party, I was too wasted. And he sold me bad fucking... He sold me weed, but he sold me, like, the dumber shit. Nah. And... By the time I got it all broken up and, and into blunts, I was just like, whatever, we'll smoke this. It got you high. But we smoked like four blunts. My pain in my fucking uh, ankle was a little less. And then I drove home crying, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> so again, lots of great stories from when I was drinking, but some terrible nights, man. Yeah, I have some nights too that I just remember just like I could go... There was a party and a chick wanted me to go and I might have gotten banged, but I decided to drink liquor and take dab hits. So I was just puking and crawling by the party. Yeah. And the girl I liked <laughs> was there, but I was just crawling and puking and just miserable. I literally just crawled to my apartment and just, just pretty much just felt so shitty and just fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. There's just too many bad memories, man. Yeah. They don't make up for the good ones as much. Yeah, and I think that's something as you get older, folks, you definitely figure out that the the partying of the 20s is like the 30s hangover. You know, you're like, what the fuck was I doing? (laughs) Yeah. So in your 30s, you're getting over your hangover, and in your 40s, hopefully, you're either drinking lightly and socially, or you're fucking not drinking at all, hopefully. I think the world would be better if people drank a little less. You know what I mean? They don't have to completely quit. You know, I think a little bit of alcohol, especially for celebrating and stuff like that, it's cool. But the way that most people consume alcohol, it's not with, you know, caution. <laughs> and motherfuckers are always like, please drink responsibly. It's like they put that on the bottle because they know nobody's drinking responsibly. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. So what do you got, Trevor? You got some news you want to talk about? Yeah. For local news, it's been cold, snowing in the hills. Uh, Willamette Pass Ski Resort is open. They're like 35 miles Get east of ours. Get your skis and your poles, folks. So, yeah. We're going to role play. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, I'm the slutty ski instructor from the mountain, and I'm the I'm the hot shot skier. What's up with you, babe? Oh, nothing. Look like a What kind of woman young... are you, babe? Get out of here with that weird voice. Let me smoke my chill and give you a good time. Man, you just sound so <laughs> crazy, babe. I'm out of here. I'm skiing down this mountain. I'm going to go find me some road slut. Want to lick a snail? That doesn't sound like a woman. I have no <laughs> idea what that is. That's more of a towelie. Want to get high? Ooh, Chris, how you doing? What I don't, voices is this? God, Trevor, you're so bad. You're so bad at voices. I have great voices. What voice? I have Mickey Mouse, I have the Midwest voice. I have they're a few all the voices. same thing. No, they're different. Yeah, just in different tones. <laughs> Folks, Trevor's working on his voices. And I have some good voices, some voices, all right? Better. It's just like your funny guy, huh? Uh, I'm a oh, real funny fuck guy. Fuck you, Chris. You think you're so goddamn funny. See, again, that's not too great, man. It's good. But come on, man. You think you're so funny, Chris? Scandinavian. I have that down, though. You can't talk shit on that it's one. It's fucking your culture. Yeah. You better have it down. What's up, dude? Hey. What? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Uh, What's up, dude? Hey. What are you, Barney? What's up, dude? <laughs> I just got done smoking a joint. I'm Barney smoking a joint. Hey, dude, I love you, man. I love you. The West Coast one. You love me, bro. <laughs> There's a bunch of guys in the West Coast that do sound like that. That's hella cool, bro. That's pretty funny. Chris is always hating. Trevor me. thinks he's the, uh, the funniest dude, oh, you but think the you're only the person he's, he's making him laugh is me. This guy thinks he's 
this guy. This guy is hilarious because he thinks he's hilarious. It's hilarious. Ah. This guy isn't always funny as he thinks he is either. Ah. No, definitely not. I definitely have my down moments, but at least I have moments. <laughs> I have moments too. Fuck you. I, I made you a moment or two. I've made you laugh many times on this show. Yes, very true. Folks, he likes to hate on me to push me, quote unquote. That's just what he does. Trevor Trevor always wants to settle for adequate. I'm like, motherfucker, step up your game. I can do great. <laughs> then do it. <laughs> I want to hear a badass fucking female voice right now. So I'm like, oh my God, totally. Okay, sure. okay, okay, I can do that. Okay. Like, oh my God, Chris, why are you doing that? We're going to drink White Claws yeah, right now. Yeah, you're too Minnesota. <laughs> oh my God, why are you doing that? <laughs> Like, oh my God, Chris, we should, like, oh my God, Chris, we should go do that. I don't have the best woman voice. I'm sorry, I don't practice. Like, oh my God, we should go drink these White Claws. Trevor, you can't do a girl's voice at all. That's sad. That's really sad, Trevor. You know what? You're a whore. You're a whore, Cindy. You're a fucking whore. Oh, yeah, you're just going to call me names. Cindy, oh, yeah. You know what? All the girls. Trevor's just having this flood of emotions back. He's like, all you fucking women. Whatever. (laughs) It's so sad, Trevor. It's sad that you can't get past that. You know, that's how girls talk to you. And you're just like, shut up. Shut up. Like, oh my God, should I wear a coat? Well, it's 30 degrees out, bitch. Maybe you should wear a coat. Like, oh my God. No, you go ahead and order and I'll just eat off of your plate. (laughs) That's another one. That's another one. (laughs) Yeah, you get me this drink now and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens later. Maybe. Bitch. Yeah, maybe. Bitch. Trevor's working on it, folks. <laughs> Work in progress. It's okay. We all work on ourselves. Yes. If you're not working on yourselves, you're doing something wrong. I'm a lot better like, Trevor, make up a cool-sounding riff. I'm like, okay, I got you. But if you're like, do a specific Trevor, one racist voice. joke, go. <laughs> okay, how offensive? You tell me. <laughs> racist. All right. Not race folks, I just know these jokes. Yes, of course. All right. That's what a racist would say. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Why are the trees so close together in Harlem? Huh. Public transit. Oh, God. What's the most confusing this guy's day? Racist fuck you. He's so racist. I got one more to it. No, he's so racist. See, this one wants to say another no. one. He, he didn't get enough on the first one. <sighs> Calling blacks monkeys. What are you doing? What's the most confusing day in Harlem? Father's Day. Exactly. See, yeah. you're racist too because you know the answer. But that doesn't make me right. <laughs> that doesn't make you right either. <laughs> we're both what wrong, a, folks. We're wrong we're as hell, wrong. but we're wrong for all the right reasons. <laughs> we just like terrible jokes. Well, I think that. All right, let I me think let, let me do joke, an, let me do an offensive white joke. Well, real I quick. think yeah, fucking honkies <laughs> go. Honkies. I'll do. I'll, you know, white women. They be telling people how it is. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you when is. Uh, how can you tell the parachute was made in Poland? It yeah. only opens upon impact. Yeah, yeah, that's a common one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like the more basic, you know, white women. They be, they be talking. talking. <laughs> that's true. White women, y'all need to pipe down. I don't think y'all are, are equipped to deal with global political oh. issues. I, I got one. Man, those white people are mad like... Like Banana Republic is shut down. How many black guys have you fucked? You know, I'm gonna start doing Big J's thing, (laughs) just crowd work. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Oh, he's smoking out of the bowl, guys. I guess his chillum's not working for him. I'm doing all the things. He's got he's got three he's got two pipes in front of him and a bong. He, He just can't figure it out, guys. I literally have a bowl, and I got. A dad pen. Okay, you're so pretty cool, Chris. simple over here, yeah. fella. Yeah, you're from the south, so pretty simple, huh? I do believe so, sir. <laughs> hey, but simple is as simple does. I'll just start <laughs> a bunch of fucking Forrest Gump quotes. Mama said life is like a box oh, of chocolates. chocolates. You never know what you're gonna, you're gonna get. get. <laughs> And he always says it with a mouthful. Chocolate goes, never know what you're going to get. You know, he's eating the chocolates. Journey. Journey. His most beautiful name in the world. The only name I could think of on my boat. Journey. Couldn't he have fallen in love with less of a whore? Yeah, but one of them. Yeah, but it, it was bitter. Made, made bitter it sweet. Made cool of a story. 
That's what made it a bittersweet thing. If you just fell in love with another special needs girl that was like, yeah, Forrest, come over here. I'll suck your dick. Oh, my God. And then, and then Forrest is just like, she really likes me. Ooh. And I realized that Jenny was the issue the, the whole time. time. God, she sent me to Vietnam. <laughs> you know, like, Thank he you has a whole story. realization that Forrest Gump's story all was because Jenny kept sending him into bad situations. So we could She made him fight a dude in yeah. the fucking parking lot when it was raining. Yeah, Jenny ruined Forrest Gump's life. Episode if it right wasn't there. for Jenny, where would Forrest Gump? That motherfucker could be president. You know. He only ended up being an American hero. <laughs> oh, he also was a ping pong champion, too. He did everything. Yeah. Yeah. He started the quote, shit happens, apparently. He said that, and then people started putting he on taught Elvis Presley how to dance. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's so ridiculous. Yeah, no shout man. out Tom Hanks, not his son though. <laughs> oh man! No shout outs for Chet. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm able to sell ketchup to a lady in white, white gloves. gloves. I'm drinking Bella's with Stella because I'm one of the good fellas. Like God. bullshit like that. That motherfucker is a funny dude. <laughs> white boy summer. He's just a dude with money. White boy summer. Anywho, man. Trevor, what topics we got going here today on this whole pod class? We got uh, some national news. National news. We get uh, talk about how El Paso, Texas. Trevor's national news. So El Paso, Texas declared a state of emergency from the increasing flood of migrants from Mexico. Yeah, and it's increasing. there's this policy that's about to expire sometime this Wednesday, um, basically from COVID that sent migrants back to countries that they came from originally, which was more Mexico, even if they were from different parts of South America. But now it's going to be lifted because COVID's pretty much, uh, it's not under wraps in America, but it's died down in the news, that's for sure. Um, So now people are coming back. And again, if we are the land of opportunities and we have that old credo of give us your tired, your sick, your hungry, your poor, fucking let people come, yo, you know? We got to make this country a lot less fucking ridiculous and get some of the white people out of here. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm not saying kick us all out. Some of us are cool, but there are some white people that could take a hike, man. Go back to fucking, uh, go back to Scandinavia. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, some people go back to Ireland and Italy. Oh, no. I'm not Italian. (laughs) I'm, I'm Irish. You're Irish, but you sure. I'm certain, so much of a mutt. It doesn't even. I, I'd have certainly, to go back you to certainly all got of Europe. Detail. I'd have to go back to all of Europe. I'd have and to just go back, visit every country. Yeah, I'd have to go back to Scandinavia, a few like Ireland, and then some Sioux spot somewhere. That'd be weird. You have to visit everywhere that you're from. Mm. That'd be a weird one. You go on like DNA or DNA tests or whatever, and you find out all the regions. Yeah, you find out all the regions that you were originally from, and you're like, I gotta go visit these places. They're my homes. There are people that do that, which is Sometimes. If you got the fucking income, maybe. Yeah, we don't have the income. Unless we get big with the show or band. We have to come in. Oh! Oh! We gotta come in on everything. We're gonna be cream pieing all all, the way all through town. I love that from yeah. uh, It's Always Sunny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about cream pies, like the porn and sex and shit. And Charlie's talking about actual cream pies. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we'll give the little kids and, and we'll put them in their faces. And it's just like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like, delicious cream pies. Every kid's going to want one all over their face. And it's just like. Dripping everywhere. Yeah. Frank's sitting there. He's like, what is going on? Yeah, shout out It's Always Sunny. I love that show. I'm going to watch some of that tonight. I haven't watched It's Always Sunny in a minute. I haven't either. It's been a while since I watched It's Always Sunny. Could we watch that maybe the new season? I haven't seen all the new season. We can check it out. Check out an episode. I want to watch the one where where Frank tricks Charlie into drinking piss when they're doing that bike. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious to me. I didn't see the whole episode, but I saw that scene. He's like, you know I love you like a son, Charlie. Take a big gulp. We're going to hike. You need to hydrate. He just chugs his urine. And, bah, bah, and he's like, oh, that was the wrong jug. Hold on. And then switches to a different jug. Gives him a different jug. He's like, this is water, I swear. He's like, okay. And drinks it. It's also piss. And he's just like, ah. And he's just like falling over about to die. See, I can be funny. I'm making Chris down here cry of laughter over here. Well, not you. It's more of the comedy of Frank Reynolds and Charlie Day. But I'm relating it. 
well enough. You're, you're telling the story of somebody else being funny, Trevor. It doesn't make you funny. There's people that could tell that story that wouldn't be funny. It's possible. They're out there, Chris. Well, you told it well. Good job. Thanks. Good storytelling. Thank you. Not really funny, but okay. <sighs> Anyways, I got a funny piss-drinking story. So, I uh, have a habit of peeing in bottles sometimes. But oh, I know. I, it used to be really bad when I was younger because I was just a dirty motherfucker. And I just pee in bottles and leave them in my room all the time. So, me and my friends were doing acid. <laughs> and there was an orange-looking Gatorade bottle in my room. And I stepped out to go do something for a second. And this motherfucker took a swig of that Gatorade bottle sprinted out of my room and, and went outside and was like spitting and shit and and I was like what the fuck so I go in there and I talk to Robert and I'm like what happened he's like was that Gatorade in there I was like no he's like Miguel just drank that shit and I was like oh cause that was like four or five day old piss and I was just like oh no and it was just hilarious so it was extra seasoned well it was just hilarious because I was like what are you doing drinking out of other people's Gatorade bottles? I was like, what if that was my Gatorade? You're not allowed to drink it. <laughs> Definitely nice. wasn't. But it's hilarious because we were tripping, and it was just such a random thing to happen. You know? Oh, yeah, when you're tripping. Yeah, I was I was going out to do something in the living room real fast and come back, and, like, within that split second, you know, like, I, I was walking in the living room, or I was walking in the kitchen to go in the living room, and he bolts out the door. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go back to Robert. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> so shout out Miguel. You drink my piss. Don't drink my Gatorade bottles, man. You know nothing about what my liquids are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never drank piss, but I've known people that have accidentally. It happens. It's a, it's a common enough thing. I know people that have accidentally drank it when they're thirsty. I mean, when you're thirsty, sometimes. I've accidentally sometimes... drank it before. Definitely. It happens. Well, it's one of those things where I'll pee in a bottle and I'll be, wa- I was, when I was drinking, you'd be wasted and you wake up in the middle of the night thinking there's a water bottle oh. and then you fucking take a swig of that and you realize it's not water immediately. That's a piss poor drink right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so moral of the story, folks, if you're going to pee in bottles, keep them places that people won't find them and then also don't pee in bottles. <laughs> It's not a it's not an ideal situation most of the time when you have to pee in a bottle, but if you have the option of going to a bathroom, give it a shot. The, I think the issue when I was uh, we're not talking cum shots, we're talking. Just well, I think the issue shots. when I was uh, living at my dad's house was the bathroom was all the way on the other side of the house. Like there were two bathrooms on that side of the house, but I was on the opposite side. So like walking all that way and the stuff, I was opposite side. Well, walking all that way seemed like a lot when I was just being fucking lazy and drunk. And so I was like, man, I'll pee in all these bottles and I won't drink it because I don't know that it's it's pee. (laughs) So, so clever. You know, so stupid. Ooh, I got... What else do you got for world news, Trevor? You walked away to pee. (laughs) This is a real piss-filled episode, Trevor. It is pretty pissy, if you know what I mean, man. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call R. Kelly up, but, uh, you know, maybe. Trip, trip, trip. Your body is a porta party. This is the remix edition of The Sound of My Pissing. Yes. So you're telling other people's funnies. <laughs> I have plenty of funnies, too. Uh, I just wake up and look in the mirror every morning and uh, go, ah. ah, there you go. Perfect. A little self-deprecation. We all do it, folks. I'm pretty good at self-deprecation. And, and that's I maybe am an where, expert Well, at that's it. where maybe you find more of your humor. Like, I think picking on myself puts me down a little bit. So I'll pick on other people a little bit. But I usually, like, build them up first. But it's also funny when they throw it back at me. Because I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> like, immediately I give up. I don't even, like, when they're just like, you're yeah. fat. And I'm like, how'd you find out? Who told you? <laughs> I've told this story, but good way I got Chris sometimes. Like, you do talk more shit. I got him with the peanut butter that time. Yeah. Like, you, 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 are you going to finish? All, are you going to leave any for me? And he's like, you motherfucker. And he got yeah, mad. immediately. But because, I, because I knew we had peanut butter. Well, this check. is the funniest thing is I went to Walmart, bought a giant jar of peanut butter. Uh, peanut butter. Got peanut, peanut butter. butter. Peanut, peanut butter. butter. 
That's funny. So peanut butter. Big big thing of peanut jar. <laughs> peanut jar. Can you I'm talk? Stoned. Are you the drunk one or I'm me? Stoned. You sound way drunker than peanut me. Peanut butter jar. I think it was Peter Pan. Oh. What about Peter packed a pack of peppers? Peter and Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. And Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. How many pickled peppers did Peter Piper pick? I Almost. Can't, I can't. Almost. I can't do that one. I I learned uh, quick speech when I was a kid because we do all those tongue twisters. I can do like Sally sells seashells down with the seashore to seasick sailors and shell shock soldiers. Yeah, I can do that if one. You can do well. that one. You can do all the rest. You just got to find yeah. the tone and the the tempo. Or I made one up where it was like Oscar Octavi- Octavian the Orange Ostentatious Ostrich was ostracized in the Ottoman Orchestra. Yeah, exactly. That's one I made up one. one day. You know how much wood could a woodchuck chuck, chuck a woodchuck could chuck wood? A woodchuck could chuck wood as much as a woodchuck could chuck wood. Well, you you find the tempo. Yeah. yeah, that's how people speed rap and shit. Yeah, and we're both musicians, so we can catch tempos and like rhythm, baby. We got rhythm. Um, Girls got a rhythm. We, what were we talking about again? Peanut uh, butter. <laughs> yeah, that was it. So no, I, no, I have no, world no. news. Hold on, one I have thing. World news. I'll finish this story and then back to your world. So this motherfucker goes. Hey, you gonna finish all that peanut butter? And I was like, motherfucker, I'm staring <laughs> at a gigantic jar I just bought yesterday. And he's I knew. Like, I know. I just wanted to fuck with you. And I was like, don't fuck with me about peanut butter. <laughs> you told me to do it, so like, I did. Yeah, but it was perfect because Trevor, Trevor doesn't. Uh, I, I poke fun at him a lot, and he doesn't always poke back. And I kind of like, come on, man. I can. But every once in a while, he'll get me, and I'll be like, motherfucker, shut up. You know, <laughs> so funny. That's the, that's the sort of what I was doing, Chris. Is you don't expect it as much. I wait. Trevor's I strikes it. are like uh, haymakers, you know. He doesn't always connect, but when he does, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck? What was that? <laughs> what do you mean the llama fucked the child? It's, What's it's going similar, on? It's similar with his meals, man. He doesn't always connect with the food, but when uh, he does, it's good. You know? I love the day he did bacon and toast and, and tomatoes. It's like, make your own BLT thing. That yeah. was funny. That was good. It was interesting. I never really had, like, make your own BLT night. That was That was interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, for world news, we just had the uh, the final game of the World Cup, and Argen- nobody gives a fuck. Argentina about beat- the World Cup. Argentina beat Croatia. My nuts. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm sorry. Argentina beat France. So Argentina took first place. France what was the score Fra- two to zero. France uh, <laughs> France got is in second place Croatia's in third place Trevor, I don't know what the score Trevor, is Trevor what do you get if you win this competition you get a big fancy trophy and uh, <laughs> you get lots of fame and your sports club gets a lot more money because and, and a lot more people are attracted women, to the sport women because you're a world top athlete you get to sell things you get to be in ads and stuff yeah and you get to you're make famous. money you're like yeah this guy was on the winning team of the world Trevor, cup but Trevor you want to know something hilarious Nobody America in America care. gives Kids a fuck, fuck about soccer except for the South American folk. They love soccer. I do like South so- Florida is such a South uh, is such a soccer haven because there's so many South American countries and like Jamaica is a big uh, yeah. soccer team. I like soccer because I grew up with a lot of Mexican dudes and they played. So I well, like. I have no issues with soccer. I played soccer growing up. It yeah. was fun. I was good at soccer. I took those little uh, shin pads they gave you and I tried to take out the other kids' legs. I was like, I "You that. guys fucked up when you gave me these. I can kick hard as hell." <laughs> you know. I I remember doing that too sometimes. Yeah, just taking out people and then just and then also just you get yellow just, or red carded. Yeah, I got thrown out of a game one time for kicking uh, the kid in the legs they were like stop doing that and I was like okay and then like, like, like this five minutes later I kicked another kid and they were like get out of here they're like this isn't hockey what are you doing yep and, <laughs> and that was the one of the funniest reasons that I gave my dad to put me into football I was like, I'll keep hurting other kids that are smaller than me if you don't put me with bigger kids. <laughs> and then he put me, like, I think I started playing football when I was, um, like, 14, 13 or something. I was still pretty young. Um, but I was five foot three or four and maybe 187 pounds or 90 pounds. Like, I was, I was a fat kid, you know. And then uh, my first year playing football was a bunch of these dudes – that were like 6'5", 350 pounds. And I was just like, maybe I asked to be in the wrong sport. <laughs> like immediately I was like, maybe I made a mistake. 
But after like two or three years, I was like, I love this. I fucking love this. Yeah. I don't know what the final score is, but Argentina won more in a series. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about soccer. So the I'm point sorry, is, it's over. Trevor. It's over. I'm sorry. It's I over. wish that people could care more about soccer. But since they don't, I don't. There's too many white people. <laughs> There's too many white people. Yeah. There's white people that care about soccer, just not in America. You got to go to Europe for that shit. Yeah. America's about football, hockey, basketball, and baseball. Those are our, those are our big ones. Hockey is awesome. Also, gambling. I wish hockey. Gambling and golf is pretty big now, too. <laughs> yeah, Not official sport, but it's... <laughs> yeah, golf is big in America. Hockey <laughs> should be bigger than soccer. Because there's a lot more cold places in the... In the <laughs> well, especially like... Well, there's a lot of cold places in the world, but there's a lot of hot places, too. I mean, the northern part of America, definitely like the Midwest and Alaska, like the Zomers. That's why hockey is big in those pla- all those places. Canada, fucking Iceland. Sweden, Norway, like yeah. Russia, because they have a lot of parts of their and countries that's my that are inner cool. white guy coming out, for real, man. I want to see more hockey. I want to see more fights. Yeah. There's one of the sports that allows fighting. Well, it, not as much not that? as much now. Well, of course, but they still, to yeah. a degree, allow it. Dude, if you want to see some There's violence... There's a penalty box for fighting. If you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they true. built it for <laughs> fighting. <laughs> They're like, hey, guys, you're fighting too much. You got to go in timeout <laughs> for a moment. It's, they put grown men in timeout <laughs> for five minutes while their team plays, <laughs> yeah. and they have to watch. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's also funny if you even watch like Wayne Gretzky. He's making all these goals, and like there's brawls going on all yeah. around him on the ice as he's... Making these points because everyone's just too busy fighting. Like, hey, like fuck 19, you. It was like the, the 1970s, 80s, 80s, uh, 70s, well, and 80s. Well, the nineteen seventy, I think it was six, uh, Philadelphia hockey team. There was like a whole thing about them, bro. They were just a bunch of rough guys that like worked at mills and fucking metal Ducks. fucking fabricated places. I work at, yeah. yeah. And these motherfuckers would just play hockey, you know, four times a week and go to a, a championship game sometimes. Yeah. And there was a big brawl at one of their games where they just like beat the piss out of the other team, <laughs> and they were like, "You can't play like this in professional hockey." And they're just a bunch of rough guys that are like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be us on a hockey team sort of thing like fuck well, you gotta you. know how to skate well too so a lot of these dudes I, I, know how to skate well I'm pretty good at skating but the problem with ice skating is your knees there is so much bending and yeah. pressure on your knees when you skate and I know for a fact my knees are fucked up from football my, my knees are fucked up from a lot of labor and things too yeah so. sucking dick you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm See, not- that's how you be funny Trevor just throw it in there real hot and spicy real spicy Trevor's like, damn it, if that wasn't a good one. That was a good one. Uh, I'll admit, I'll admit when something's good. Like, I'll when admit you got it. me, you got me. I'm shot. I'm over here bleeding to death. That's like we're fighting. I'm like, all right, you got me with a good hit. That was good. That was a good one. Oh, I want to hear Trevor's new line. Hey, it's not because you're having a bad time with your lady, okay? Trevor was trying to get at me because he was upset that the power bill was high, and I was a little upset too, but I just didn't care that much at the moment. I was more focused on fighting with a girl. And Trevor goes, hey, don't be mad at me because you're having lady problems, okay? And I'm like, and I wasn't even upset. (laughs) I was actually calm because I was having a text conversation. You can't really be upset over text. And so I look at him like, what? And it was just the funniest thing because he was like, ah, that kind of missed, didn't it? I was like, yeah, it did. I'm not upset at all. Trevor, calm your ass down. And he's like, I don't know. Money is expensive. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Then I gave him a few tips on how to save on the energy bill. You know, that was it. One of the reasons that it was left on probably because of. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. We have to have the heat going in my room at least around the clock this time of year for the plants. But there was a time, though, when you wanted it on to help ease from the room. That's why I didn't always turn it off. What I should have done. Brought that goddamn air conditioner out in the living room. Ah. Yeah, it would have been great to heat the living room. Because I don't have a problem with the heat off. Like, I'll just put it on a coat. Trevor's, Trevor's willing to let this whole place freeze. And he'll just put 17 layers on and try yeah. to walk around. That would be great. 
It'll be it'll be cold and frozen. I'm a little bit more of a domesticated cat where it'll I be figured cold and out frozen that like if my, I hit the button, uh, the heat will come on a little bit. Fuck that noise. But Trevor, I want to do a fire right in the kitchen, but they might have problems with that. Like, what are you doing? I'm just like having fire time. Just doing my fucking bonfire. I watch the bonfire yeah. and I make bonfires well, in my what's living room. What's the problem? I built my own homemade chimney. What's your issue? You need a, all y'all need to calm down right now. You can't have a chimney in these apartments, and it's like, well, apparently you can't. <laughs> You've already built like yeah. it into the to the fucking uh, wall. Chris will just be cold and bitter like my heart, so it'll be yeah. fine. All right, Trevor's, other topics. Trevor's a sad boy sometimes. So are you. What's going on? <laughs> I'm a happy clam. I'm clam happy right now. But most of the time, yeah, I'm depressed. It happens. It's a part of being funny. So You would know about that, wouldn't you, amigo? <laughs> I would, actually. That's something that does make us both funny is when we're depressed. We, we say some pretty funny shit when we're sad. Yeah. We're just like, fuck the world. It doesn't care about my feelings. And it's just like so hilarious to think about. We'll just on. laugh at each other. Yeah, because like, we're just like, <laughs> what? Hold on a second. <laughs> say it ain't so, my Because when you're rational and you're not burger. sad, it's just like the funny things you say when you're sad and depressed. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I should write this shit down. <laughs> It'd be fun to look at later. We both say some crazy shit to each other. So it's of course. Fun. So another one I have is... Uh, you Hold on. Do you want to do your movie review real quick? Sure. The Fox got, and the Hound. So I got two real quick. Right. I'm going to burn through uh, this, the first one because it is interesting. Okay. But it has a flaw to it. The other movie is a classic of mine, and I haven't uh, watched it just recently, but I have seen it, and I love it, and I have it memorized by heart pretty much. So, first movie I want to talk about, The Equalizer 2. It's a Denzel Washington movie. Okay. So, in the first one, I'll give you a little context to the first one. Uh, Denzel Washington is this very interesting uh, black dude that kind of works at a uh, Home Depot-type location. And Denzel Washington was Asian. That would be interesting. Go on. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I will try to. Um <laughs> You kind of threw me off there. All right. I'll get back on this horse. Hold on a second, folks. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Just throw a weird comment at me sideways <laughs> on the stone. Now I can't get back on the exactly. track. Now I don't know where I'm at. What was I talking about? The Equalizer yeah, the movie, 2. Yeah, That's Equalizer right. 2. I'm stoned. Yeah, thanks, Trevor. <laughs> so uh, in the first one, he, he meets this girl, Chloe Moretz, who's a prostitute, young prostitute, and he befriends her at a diner because he's out there late night, and she is also out there working late night. So one day she gets beat up, and he asks who did it to her. Turns out, Mr. McCall, Denzel Washington, used to be like a secret super agent or some shit. This motherfucker has the ability to, like, clock people in a room, like six or seven guys, and be like, it's going to take me about 45 to 48 seconds to drop you, like everybody in the room. And so he's a, he's a fucking murdering machine. Denzel Washington always plays this role. He's a, he's a badass dude that'll fuck you up. So in the second movie, in the second installment, after he's beat up the bad guys in the first one, he has a friend, uh, a close friend of his from the CIA, basically, that uh, gets killed uh, by a couple of guys. You know, it just looks kind of random. But uh, it's never really random when, you know, you have these high-profile people in the government and stuff. So this woman gets killed. It was her, uh, his friend, and he enlists the help of his old partner, basically, that didn't know he was still alive. The whole thing when... Uh, Mr. McCall went to his new life was that basically he had to stop doing what he did, which was contract killing. Uh. And he had to become a civilian, pretty much. Um, He did that through his wife. You know, he was married at the time, but his wife died. So what ends up happening is turns out that the friend he enlists is the dude that killed her. You know, it was all about money or some bullshit. So great film. I love Denzel Washington. The movie's not bad. It's an interesting plot. It's not great. But the ending sucks. And I'll tell you why the ending sucks. They film a scene where he's on a rooftop. The bad guy's on a rooftop with a bunch of other guys with guns. And it's pouring rain outside. 
Now, not only rain scenes uh, are they hard to shoot, they're very hard to film in. You usually don't get great shots and stuff because the, the water's all over the lens of the camera. So for the last, I think it's 15, 18 minutes of the movie, the whole thing's waterlogged. Like you can see a fight scene and an action scene going through, but they're just drenched in water. And it makes the whole ending kind of suck because it's like he kills them all and Denzel Washington wins. But you can barely tell what's going on the entire time. This is all the rain. Exactly. And I think it was supposed to be mystical, kind of. But there was just too much water. You can't see most of the stuff that's happening. You can see a couple guys on the roof with guns. You can see the bad guy kind of like... It's pouring rain, it's though. It's too much, dude. You can barely see anybody. You can see him because he's a big black dude. You know, but that's it. So, um, so you're telling me there should have been someone out there gathering two of each animals and putting them in a boat from no, all the rain? No, there should have been fucking less rain, bro. I know how rain works in, in cinema, and sometimes it's just too much. You know, the people go fucking nuts with these machines. Anywho. Um, it's like fog machines for... Yeah. But, like, this is Spinal shows. Tap. Yeah. They're stuck in the shell trying Anywho, to get out. Out of, out of guns, I'll give it seven guns. The first movie I'll give eight and a half guns because that was a great movie. I love Denzel Washington as a contract killer. Second movie, Fox and the Hound, Disney film from the 50s or 60s, I think. But great Disney film. It's about a fox and a hound that befriend each other as children. The fox gets taken in by an older lady uh, as a, a runaway, basically, at night. Um, you know, his mother uh, lost him. And then the mother raises him up to be, you know, a year or two old. And then she realizes he's a wild fox and she has to let him go. So the old woman drives him out, lets him go, turns away and drives away. One of the saddest fucking scenes I've ever seen in my life because this old lady loved that little fox. But realizing it's a wild animal, you know, you got to put it back in the wild. So while this happens, the dog is being trained to be a hunting dog by her neighbor. You know what I mean? So the dog that used to play with him when they were children, basically, um, is being trained to be a hunting dog, not knowing it just yet. Um, so a few years go by, maybe a year or two. The dog grows up. He's about three now. He's in his prime, you know, and the fox has grown up a little bit now. And he's uh, finding love. You know, he found a girl fox and stuff. And all of a sudden, they kind of run into each other in the wild. But... The fox notices the dog, but the dog doesn't notice the fox. And he just goes after him and tries to kill him, you know? And it becomes this whole hunting scene and, you know, the guy's shooting at the fox. And mm. So what ends up happening is the dog eventually realizes it's him and he's just like, you know, he gives up at a point. Um, but he's like, it's different now. You know, we're not kids anymore, pretty much. And he's like, if I see you again, I'll kill you. And then the fox is like, all right, bro, fuck off. Yeah. And he tries to go along with his life. Uh, there's a point, though, where the fox gets trapped by a bear. A giant fucking uh, black bear or brown bear comes out. And it, like, traps the fox. And the only other person around is the dog. I think the dog hears it or something. The dog goes rushing to the bear, finds the fox being mauled and so the dog helps to fucking save the fox's life and I think in the end the old man that was training the dog breaks his leg because he was being a piece of shit he steps on a bear trap and that's what it was the fox saved the dog and the the guy from the bear trap and then the dog saved the fox from the bear that's what it was mm. And so the the guy who was hunting the dog in the end and it ended up having his life saved by the fox. Yeah, a little irony there. Um, but yeah, beautiful movie. I love that film. 10 out of 10, Foxes and Hounds. Boom. I've never actually seen that movie. Beautiful film. I mean, out of Disney's whole thing, maybe top five, honestly. Fox mm. and the Hound. Everybody should go watch it. Beautiful story. All right. So we, uh... Huh. 
talk about the next one here. I can talk about my album review. Yes, that's what I was saying. So mine is on the uh, new metal band that we both grew up listening to, Mudvayne. Mudvayne. And the album... It's called New Metal, but these guys are from 2000s. <laughs> Late 90s, early 2000s. But it was new at the time. But it's That's what the, they all say. <laughs> the album is called The End of All Things to Come. Yeah, the great song, album. I listened to it. It was from like 2000. 2002? Well, I don't have the exact year. But the, the song I picked is Not Falling. Yep. And uh, that was that was a song that got me into my vein. And I was... Yeah, new metal was a thing at the time where they mixed a lot of hip hop and uh, metal that was coming after the grunge era. But they were, they were bands like Slipknot, whatnot that were still influenced by death metal, but they were mixing it. They're, think, they're mixing like sounds of Slayer with sounds of like speed metal, speed and, metal, and like some hip hop like Run yeah, DMC, a lot and they of were them mixing have like DJs and stuff yeah. to play with them. I think that uh, especially with Mudvayne they leaned on their lead singer. He has a really awesome screaming Amazing. and singing voice, especially when he was younger. He's gotten a bit older now, so his voice isn't there as much, but still probably performs a crazy cool live show. Um, Mudvayne has a lot of cool songs. They kind of got pushed aside because of Slipknot, I think, for for when they came Disturbed out. for a little bit, too. But yeah, but... Slipknot, eventually. They, they struggled with... Uh, being their own band but I'm telling you this band came out with so many hits their first couple albums man so cold yeah. uh, happy um, they they have so many cool songs and so Dig cold is in this Dig. album oh yeah Dig was a good one is the one they, right they have so many hits that when they first came out they like exploded and and that was the hard part is when you have so many hits it's happy. hard to follow yeah them, happy you know? happy was one of their last big hits yep. but that was like in a couple albums later that was their last really big yeah. hit and it's hard to follow that you know because I think as musicians you're always you're always trying to push yourself yeah while still trying to maintain the band you know the band is 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 emotionally. You know, oh, I've been in bands. It's, exactly. it's a roller coaster. So you have to be able to come up with new ideas, come up with new music, be better than the last album. Like that's a lot of pressure on people, a lot of pressure. especially when there's a lot of money involved. You know, you're a new band and everybody wants you to make a lot of money, and they're fucking throwing contracts at you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that was my review. Check it's it a out. great album. I love if it. If you wanted me to rate for. Since this new metal, so how uh, many albums? So out of, I'd say uh, because I'd face I paint. No, I'll say this: out of out of guys with lead singers with face paints, I'd say uh, I'd give it like nine dudes with face paints ten. Because those now I agree with that. I grew up. I grew I up, and I remember that. getting that for like five bucks at the Tower Records twenty years ago. I remember hearing yeah. it in the CD store. Remember hearing it in one of those booths? Remember yeah. where you could hear music? You'd hear like, like a, a section of song. You'd hear like a minute Every of song. It. And uh, I remember hearing that and wanting to get it with my dad there, but he was like, I'm not buying that for you because it was explicit. You know, it was bad, yeah. bad lyrics. But then he went and bought me like a hip hop album, which, you know, same shit, but different, different genre, I guess. Because he's an older rock guy, and he's like, this isn't Kiss, well, what wanted, is this? Well, he wanted me to pick out one without explicit lyrics, but I started to show him, like, the things I was liking and, and the things I wanted to buy. They all had explicit lyrics, man. They were all fucking at the time, you know what I mean? There was just, oh, yeah. that was the, the thing to do. Yeah, like, like Slipknot, too, that was, like, same time, and, like, the, a lot of metal bands I liked. Because that used to be a thing that um, people thought was, a, like, a badge of honor kind of deal. You know, they're like, ooh, this is, you know, the new music and it's, it's rougher yeah. than the old stuff. Like a lot of early, like a lot of early punk rock that I grew up listening like Black Flag or a lot of like punk bands and hardcore, they cussed a lot. Yeah. So that was a big thing. Trevor, you standing up to pee or something? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trevor's standing up to tell a story to the room and I'm like, hey, you're on a microphone, dude. <laughs> Ferrari's a cool cat. She's been so calm this whole time I've been home. And most of the time when I get home, she's a little uh, anxious, a little bouncy off the wall. But she's been adorable this whole time. She slept. She just got up a minute ago and way, played a, with us. She was an angel all day. I know. She's she's awesome. Crazy. She's She likes when you're home, man. You keep her calm. I, I get her all worked up. 
I play a lot of guitar, which calms her down. Yeah. No, she's a great cat. I love her. No, we we bought, like literally hung out today, just multiple times hung out. I play her music. It's important to have things to show affection to in this yeah. world, man. Whether it's animals, my days off, people, I try to do that. Yeah. Just showing affection to something in this world. It reminds you that you know, the world can be cold and, and fucking bitter and shit. But some things are worth you know going through the cold and bitter for. Yeah. Do you want to talk about uh, Chris's cannabis corner real quick? Yeah, I got a couple things. So. The other day I figured out that um, I had been overfeeding my plants, which can happen sometimes when you're pushing a lot of nutrients. Um, so I tested my soil pH and basically it had become alkaline, which is just too, too full of salts, basically. Um, not really salts, but they're, they're buildups of nutrients. So I was looking at my pots too, and, and it's interesting because the pots, I always rinse them out before I start. You know, I try to get most of the old soil out of them. Um, but when you overfeed with the cloth pots, they start to turn a, a white. You know, you start to notice the buildup because those cloths bleed a little bit of the feed. Um, so I switched up my feed to just water right now. I'm not push, pushing any nutrients. I'm just going to kind of flush the soil out a little bit. The next couple waterings, I'm just going to get the plants back to the basics. And then I'll push a little bit more nutrients, but on a lighter scale. Um, sometimes you just need to dial it back a little bit because uh, you can push a lot of nutrients in flour, but you want to be careful. You know, there's a fine line between happy and healthy and too much and too little you know what i mean so finding a nice medium doesn't hurt and right now they're doing fine they're in i believe the third week or the fourth or the third or the second and a half week of flower so they are doing great they had a little stress over the week because i forgot to turn out the lights a little bit so that's something that i need to to look into in the future is an automatic timer to help turn off my lights um it, they're really simple they're not too expensive and usually they save you the hassle of forgetting to turn off your lights and god forbid i'm just out of town or something and i have an automatic timer yeah. it's really nice to be able to to know that it works and it can just shut them off daily for me for two to three days or whatever now you have a pretty good system yeah well i've been good about it the problem is recently i had a lot of stuff with a girl and I had a lot of stuff. I, I've gotten back into dieting and working out. So yes, you have. I, uh, I've been I'm eating losing. the salads. Yeah, working Trevor's, out too. Been, Trevor's been doing good with me on the good diet. So that's something else, folks. If you're going to be out there living a hard life and doing a lot of hard physical jobs and labor, eat well. it doesn't hurt to eat well and, and do a little bit it of It does give me out. a lot of energy. I'm sometimes a little hungry, but my energy level this last week mm -hmm. was significantly higher. I was like, holy shit. And that's something that comes with time, especially through eating better. It takes time to build up your your body with better things. But it'll um, give you more energy. It will give you more energy. So just remember, yeah. you know, the, the beginning is the toughest. After you get some time in dieting and exercising, it becomes just another part of your routine. And eventually, you're a lot healthier for it. You usually live a better, longer life. You know what I mean? So... Just treat your body good and try to, you know, not put too many bad things in it. I, I definitely uh, think cannabis is a good thing, but, you know, everything in moderation, obviously. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Coming right. from a couple stoners. <laughs> Anything else, Trevor? We got a few seconds here. Uh, real quick, something I realized this weekend is that having a cat and two guitars is like having three girlfriends sometimes because they... They have wants and needs too, and if I try to like ignore a guitar after a while, it's like, hey, asshole, give me love with the cat too. Well, one's an inanimate object, and one's a. Uh, yeah, they still yell at me sometimes if I don't play them. It's like, hey, Trevor, hey, fuck I you. I ain't telling you they don't yell at you, bud, but okay. <laughs> but they generally don't cheat on me. I don't have another left-handed guitar sneaking in and playing. It's not like Cat's I. on the tape. It's not like I wake up and see another guy playing my left hand guitar. Like, what are you doing? And chasing. Yes, Trevor. I didn't know you cared about your guitars that way. I it's just thought joke. they were instruments. It's a joke. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we'll wrap this one up. Go check out Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe on YouTube. We'll go ahead and upload some new episodes here shortly. We just got. We're we're up to this one right now. Okay. See so, yeah. ya. Yeah.
So please go check us out. We'll Try to get expand. at you next time. Trevor, would you like to play us out? Trevor's sure. sitting here playing with pussy. Yep. <clears throat> We're going to get some soup and salad for uh, dinner, y'all. Monday, first session with Tab House. See how they go. <coughs> Later. <coughs> Peace.